Awkward podcast episode five, and we are once again recording super super late at night, aka eight forty p.m. Um, this is Vince, and this is Paige. And Paige, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling okay. We're recording with two new mics. We're actually we're actually recording like semi professionally now. We actually have our own mics in front of us. They look like quills. Quills. Yes. I like how you already said you wanted to decorate yours with stickers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just empty. It needs my personal touch, so. So, how has your weekend been going? Um, it's been okay. I woke up at 4 p.m. today. <laughs> um, it's just been... Wait, 4 p.m.? Yeah. I mean, okay, so it all started when we went karaoke. Okay, Two yeah. Two at like 5 a.m. Yeah, okay, first of all, yeah, that actually threw me threw off my entire weekend. That threw my weekend off so, as well. So on Friday night, we went karaoke with um, one of our other friends and her friend visiting, and we did this epic karaoke night where, I mean, it's, for me, this was the latest I've ever karaoke in my entire life. For you, this was still child's play. Like, this was, like, we karaoke until 5, like, what, 11 p.m. to... 5. 11 p.m. until 5 a.m. So we have around 5 a.m. Like I've never. So we were karaoke. My over, second time, people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> over five hours. Um, I was hoping we go. We push it to dawn, but like I could tell that I could tell I could tell people were getting tired. Like like I could have. I was at this point where I was like I could have kept going as well, or if everyone wanted to leave. I was fine leaving. I could tell the dude there was getting sleepy. Yeah. Like, he, at one point, he was just going to the corner with his head in his, like, his face in his hands. Like, and he was a little bit older, so I think he was just, like... Or maybe he was, like, oh, my God, this noise, stop, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. And I drank, I realized, I drank so much whiskey, and I learned that I don't have hangovers when I drink whiskey. So is it beer that just gives you, like, hangovers? It's vodka. 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 <laughs> vodka and any type of clear alcohol gives me really bad hangovers i can't drink whiskey i'm such a fucking pussy when it comes to whiskey not like, actually not a lot of people can apparently drink so whiskey. wait really i thought everyone could drink whiskey i thought i'm like the only one who just can't no because i alcohol. hung out with some friends the next day and we were just talking about drinking and i was like oh yeah i love whiskey and they were like what whiskey is so nasty and i was like vodka's super nasty they're like vodka's okay but <laughs> i think vodka is disgusting Ugh. <laughs> I feel Gross. disappointed. In my, I like that. Well, I feel disappointed in myself that I don't like drinking whiskey because, because it's a man's drink. It, well, isn't it also kind of like the artist's drink, is like it? the writer's drink? Like you know, the reason why you don't like whiskey is because you don't drink enough whiskey, so you have to drink more. Basically, <laughs> that's true. I think by the end of that, I was taking it down better. Like at that part, right. at the point, what, what part were we singing when um, all the shots were like? passed around what song were we singing we were singing was it Backstreet Boys I have no idea <laughs> we were singing something where like at one point all of the shots were taken like yeah. passed around and that I took like no problem but that's also a shot of whiskey so you know you're just gonna drink it really fast versus sipping slowly on something you don't like yeah <laughs> but it's, it's it's definitely I feel like alcohol because we all discussed that we're saying your first sip of any alcohol you're not gonna love it 
No, that's true. Like, actually, when I first started drinking beer, I did not like beer. No one likes it, but you just keep doing it, and then you kind of either find something you really like, or you just drink it. Because you're like a social, all, social pressure. Yeah, that's what I am. How I am with wine. Like I, to me, seriously, all wines taste the same. The only wine I love is Moscato. It's this like white wine. It tastes like juice. That's why I love it. Mm. But everything else to me tastes relatively the same. So I'm just like, yeah. Mm. Dude, no, that's true. Because before I moved to Hong Kong, I mm-hmm. hated wine. I could not even down it. I would mm-hmm. choke on it. I went to like a wine tasting party, and mm-hmm. all I ate was the free food. <laughs> but, that's like, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like free cheese and bread and uh-huh. free pizzas and stuff. Uh-huh. But um, now I love wine. I can drink it. Like every time I go on a flight, I ask the flight attendant, like, can you just give me some wine? And I'll get drunk off wine. I think, and I think that, I think the idea, I got the idea of drinking wine was when we flew back to Hong Kong from LA and I like was two sad years ago. Drinking. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. you, th- you, <laughs> you were worried about your cat. Well, so the first time we went back to LA for Christmas and then back to Hong Kong, Paige's cat got mixed up in the luggage or no that's not what happened what happened was we first of all united airlines sucks i will say this forever until the day i die but they suck and so we were supposed to go on like this one we had a connecting flight to San to san francisco so the first thing they load is the cargo so our flight was like at 8 8 a.m or something so at 6 a.m i had to get my cat and Sent him off. So he was on the plane. He was on the plane. We go to our, what is it, the place to wait for the plane. And it was just delayed. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's slightly delayed. And then it was just like forever delayed. And we didn't get on the plane till like noon. I remember I was just really, I was just annoyed because I've never had such a long delay. And it wasn't like a stormy day. It was an okay day. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then so when we land in San Francisco, I start asking everybody. Oh, no, no, no. We land in San Francisco and we miss our flight to Hong Kong. That's yeah, our luggage is already gone. Like yeah, so yeah. we were like, okay. So I was asking everybody, like all the people who work at worked at United, like, where's you know, can I check on my cat? Everything, and they just kept saying, wherever you are, your cat is there. If so, you don't fly, he doesn't fly. Yeah, that's what they said. That was the quote that he said. That's what they said. You heard? Yeah, you heard them. And I was like, okay. And I and we were like tired and everything, so I was like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. So we stayed in San Francisco for a night. That was cool. And then that was um, actually my first time in San Francisco, like in about ten years. Too. Really? So it was. We, it was so nice. We didn't. Even, we just walked around. Everything was closed. But we, we met I up really... with one of our friends, and we went to um, what is it? The, the Castro. We went to. Yeah, we went to yeah the that's gay, my first time. I went there yeah, too. Yeah, the famous Gay Street, and God, it's such a party! Like, wow! Like it, 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 oh, everyone's wow. having a good time. We ate this giant cock cookie. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I just remember it was just a pleasant evening, and it, it was nice because then I didn't think about my cat for a while, so I was just like, okay, cool, you know. Yeah, so the next day we get we go to the airport, and then again, I ask the flight people, we're like waiting to board, and I asked them, just can we just check on my cat? And the guy was like, yeah, 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 whatever. He like brushed me off basically. So I was like, okay, get on the plane. I asked one of the flight attendants about my cat, he also brushes me off, but I was like, okay, well, the Here's a piece of paper that the captain needs to sign to confirm that the cat's on the plane. That's what they tell you. You need to have this, like, form signed. So I hand it to the guy. Seven, our flight is 14 hours. Seven hours into the flight. That's halfway through the flight. The guy comes back. The paper's all crumbled for some reason. And he's like, your cat's not on the plane. He just says it like, yeah, your cat's not on the plane. And I was like, what do you mean? Where is your cat? He's like, oh, don't worry. He's probably in Hong Kong already. You know? And at this point, I, like, just freak out because... 
they had just been lying to me. You know what I mean? Like, he could have been dead and whatever. And it's just like, and that's what, at this point, I like start to get really sad and I ordered some wine and I like cried. I know that at one, <laughs> at one point you were crying. And of course, when people are like weeping right next to me, I'm totally awkward. I don't know what to do. So I'm just pretending that I don't see you crying. I'm just like, watching Did you my fall movie. asleep? Um, maybe I was pretending I was asleep. Cause oh, I, just, so I just didn't know. What to, you're, you're weeping right next to me, so I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I do I just so say? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just like, what could we have done? You know, like there's nothing you can do. But I was just like, shit. You know, um, get to Hong Kong. It was kind of a crazy wild goose chase to find him because I had to like take this bus to the loading docks or something. He wasn't there, but they were like, yeah, he was here. Um, and they gave, they told me to go back to the airport with the form, and so we found him. And the cool thing was he was supposed to be quarantined for two weeks, but they let me take him home that night. So that was awesome. That would have been crazy, quarantine. Yeah. I guess for, like, diseases and Yeah. Stuff. I mean, but actually two weeks is not... Because some places, it's, like, six, most places, it's six months. They so would keep your pet there for six Yeah. Time. And that's why sometimes it's, like, you don't want to do that because they could end up like dying or going insane yeah and you don't know how the people are taking care of him but when we found him he was like chilling and stuff so it, it was i mean he was only there overnight for one night so it's fine i mean i'm thinking if the cat came from like africa or something then they would have like quarantined it because like- the thing is they quarantine animals yeah depending where they're from but like for example in australia no matter where your animal's from they i think actually you can't even let them in or you have to pay like like a shit like a shit ton of money so do yeah. you think, like, when you eventually move back to the States, they're going to quarantine Spider for, like, six months? Because, like, they don't know. I'm they... hoping they don't, but it's not actually... I realized it's, like, it's pretty common for, like, you, six months. The U.S. Customs is even a million times worse than, like, anywhere in the world. I guess I can see, like, worry in your face all of it. It's not happening anytime soon, so... <laughs> Maybe we'll just stay here until Spider dies. No, seriously. I thought about that, because I was, like... Because actually, I feel like Hong Kong customs, it was very smooth and stuff. And I really, I do trust Hong Kong airport just because everyone's very like, um, I mean, they follow orders and stuff for the most part. And I think, and just, I mean, it's just so clean and organized and stuff. So I trust them. Um, but I don't know. They're pretty the organized except for the racism. Right. In which I've been, I've been searched random. I've been random searched, searches. Quote, randomly, unquote, is what they said. But oh man, I had never. And I I I I told you about that before, right? You can tell oh, it again. Oh well, okay. well, <laughs> uh, it was when um I had the flight to I had the flight for work with one of my coworkers to Dubai, and then we came back and on the we were going and we were, we were exiting the airport. Um, this old douchebag security guard was like, oh, you need to like, where did you come from? You need to be checked. Like, and I got. I I don't I yeah, was, racial profile. Yeah, and, and that never happened to me in my entire life. Oh, I'm half Mexican, so I'm 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 darker. And but of course, there's, there's no Hispanics in Hong Kong. Everyone thinks I'm like from Pakistan or India. And even though that shouldn't be it still should I still shouldn't be racially profiled. Nobody should. Yeah. Nobody nobody should. Nobody should. <laughs> You're like yeah, me. Nobody, nobody. Nobody should. Nobody. I know well, I'm just from my point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so upset. I've never been like so upset. Like my coworker had to calm me down because I was like having a mental like a breakdown because that never that had never happened to me before. Even though like I guess I'm bitching a little too much because like there's people who have been like, profiled all their you lives. You know who's real? It's what I think is always funny. It's like my mom always ends up getting 
randomly searched, <laughs> like intensely. Like they'll take her to another room and like. You know, so she every time we used to travel with her, it's like we're always late because she gets it. She's this tiny Chinese woman. Nobody her. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why we always laugh about it because she's just like, and she's always like confused, and they drag her away and you know search her and stuff. I remember when I was a kid, I got my scissors taken away, and I was really sad. My Hello Kitty scissors, and I'm like, you can't bring this on the plane. And I just looked at them. I was like, what? And they just. We're just like, I was like, are you going to buy me a new pair of scissors or something? And <laughs> yeah. I just fucking took it. And that's yeah. pre-9-11 too. Yeah. And I was so just that's like, crazy. that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know I, I said I would not talk about it, but maybe I should. The, the crazy date from Monday. I thought about it. Because time has passed. So I, I had a feeling you were going to talk about oh, it. Oh, you did? You, because you, did. you I remember when um, Vince was like, I don't want to talk about it. You know? But... I was like, it's because it just happened. Give it a week when you're not so emotionally attached to it anymore. You're probably like, mm, I mean, not attached, traumatized. Right. <laughs> yeah. And also, I was just thinking about it today and I'm like, okay, we talked about the first half of this whole story in episode three, Creepy Crushes. And I did say like, oh, I would talk about it two episodes from now when it occurred. But I mean, even if you, if you really didn't want to talk about it, you don't have to. Yeah, but I'm over it now. Yeah, and I think it's... it's yeah, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you, the listeners remember from episode three, Creepy Crushes, I talked about this Starbucks girl who would who kept asking me out. I did not like her. And how a couple weeks ago, she randomly messaged me after months of silence, asking me out again. And I just, for some reason, gave in. And we went out on Monday night to go see a special screening of, of Alien one of the greatest movies of all time. And I was thinking, okay, I'm going out with this person I don't like. Optimistically, I'm like, maybe she's not so annoying anymore. Maybe things are better. No matter what, I'll at least be seeing Alien, one of the greatest movies ever, and I'll be showing this person who knows nothing about good movies, nothing about good taste. I'll be showing her something <laughs> decent that might, hopefully will open her mind to like better <laughs> things. So at least I'll be teaching this person something great. <laughs> and so we went out on Monday night. First of all, I, ch- I, I made sure to meet up as late as possible. The movie was starting pretty late. It was going to start at 9.30 p.m. I said, let's meet at 8.30 p.m. So I would only have an hour of pre, pre-ramble with her. And I suggested I change the plans from dinner to just having coffee. Because um, I knew she would expect me to pay for everything. Just, I just had the feeling and I did not want to do that. So, so we met up at the movie theater. Um, we stopped at this cafe place. And I said, I'm going to order a coffee. What would you like? She ends up ordering like these really expensive French fries. Dude, she was just okay. Yeah, and a coffee. Immediately, I had to pay over a hundred dollars um, for this meal, and I did not want any fries because I had already eaten. And she did not even drink the rest of all her coffee. So, <laughs> you were like watching her, like yeah, I finished that. I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and immediately, so she's asking, "Oh, like." Like, oh, how is your life doing? I just tell her immediately, I'm leaving Hong Kong in a month just to crush all her dreams that there could be anything between us. Like, I'm moving out. I'm, I'm leaving. And she got really sad. Oh, I'm never, I'm never going to be able to see you, like, anymore. And I'm just thinking, we never see each other. What are you talking about? That's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go. So we're, we're talking. 
uh, we, we around nine thirty, we get in line to see the movie. Um, I t- I told you this already. She tried to force me to take a selfie with her, and if and for me, I'm someone who does not like taking selfies. Paige, you don't like taking selfies either. I like taking selfies by myself. Well, yeah, okay. But not with other. Well, okay, if you, and if I'm drunk. Okay, I mean, selfies. okay. There's, I mean, there's a time and a place for selfies. I like taking selfies with friends if we're having like really. Yeah, like friends. And it's, it has to be a really, really good time, have, like an adrenaline rush, like oh my god. Yeah, yeah let's that's do usually it. what I do. But if you're just ra- okay, like have we ever just like randomly? Oh, we're waiting in the line for this gig. Let's take a photo together. No, no. no. <laughs> and I hate people who do that, or people who are like, oh, we're sitting together in an airplane. She's like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so and and. Last time, um, as I explained in, the, in two podcast episodes ago, we took a selfie together when we went to go see the Lego movie. This time, I put my foot down. She's like, oh, let's take a picture together. I'm like, I don't like selfies. I don't want to. And at this point, she seemed like visibly angry or offended. Like, oh, I've seen you take selfies with your friends before. Don't tell me you don't like taking selfies. I'm like, wow. I think any normal person would have just went like, they would have just said, okay, you don't want to take a picture. It's fine. And then we take a selfie together anyways, and I visibly don't look happy. Like, I'm not, I'm, I, I try to force a smile, but I, I look awkward because I, I, I don't want to be in this photo. Wait, so, so she was pissed, and then she still forced the picture. Well, she didn't, I mean, she wasn't pissed, but she seemed annoyed. Like, like But she, she still took it anyway. Yeah, she took it anyway. Yeah. And then she tried to be like, oh, let's take another one. And I'm, and <laughs> I did not. I was like, no, I don't want to take a selfie. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we go into the movies, and they're taking a long time. And I'll admit, this is probably partly my fault. I start flirting with her a little bit. Because I'm like, I'm thinking, should I just go with it? Because she wants it so badly, or not? Mm-hmm. And so I start flirting with her a little bit. Not too much. A little bit. Anyway, but... Um, Can you give us an example? Huh? Can you give us an example? Um, well, so she's like looking at... I had like nail polish on my fingers uh-huh. that week, because... I was, I'm just being stupid. So she, I let her look at my nail polish. So we're kind of touching hands a lot. Okay. And I'm getting close to her. Okay. That's it. Okay. But like. But that to her is like, you gave her like, you know what I mean? Hope. Like so much like, It's like you gave her a little bit, but in her brain, she's like, oh my God. Like he wants it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, at, at, at that point, she tried, like, she's like, oh, okay. And then she says, okay. She starts putting on her camera for another picture together. Luckily, the dim, the lights dim and the movie begins. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Alien. I got really excited. But then the movie, the audio in the picture, they're not in sync. So something's wrong. And about 10 minutes into the movie, they stop it because people are complaining. And they're like, okay, we're going to try to restart it again. And they restart it and it's still not in sync. So they're like, the movie's not working, so we're going to pass out these forms, and you, you could get a refund on a later date, which is, that's a whole different thing that pissed me off, where we couldn't get our refunds immediately for them not playing the movie, which is ridiculous. And they gave me the form. Well, we had to ask for a special English form, because first they gave me a form only in Chinese. And after they found the English form, I read the form said, mail these form, this form out, this request for a refund, and at, at the end of September, we'll consider giving you a refund. Oh my god! Yeah. What the hell? It's like fuck you. Yeah. Is it a, what theater was it? It's at uh, Elements. It, it, this was, but this was a form the official of the of the of the film festival. That's fucked up. Which is so That's fucked, really up. fucked up. And That's I used, up. yeah, I used to work in a movie theater, and I was there once when a movie was damaged or something, and nothing worked, and they, and it wasn't playing correctly, 
and everyone immediately got their refunds that day. Like, they either got to see another movie or a refund. Hmm. But I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to linger. I don't want to continue this date. I just want to go home. Mm -hmm. I, I was mad that I couldn't watch Alien. Mm -hmm. That was like, the only thing I was looking forward mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And of course, she wants to walk around. But I'm like, oh, let's, I said, let's go to the NTR. Like, uh, that, no, she said, first of all, she said, oh, maybe we can see another movie. And I straight up told her, I don't want to pay for another movie. Yeah. But I feel like other girls that I've went out with, but in the past, they went like, well, you know what? I'll pay for the next movie or something like that or something. Mm -hmm. But no, I, I could tell she just wants me to buy more movie tickets. I don't know. Am I being cheap here? No. <laughs> I just feel you don't have to pay for anything you don't want to. Yeah. But I, like, I'm more, because actually, I was going to wait until the end of your story, but like, because when you said, oh yeah, I wanted, a, the movie starts at 9.30, I wanted as little time with her as possible, so I made it by 8.30 to get coffee. For me, I would have been like, let's meet up at, just at the theater at 9, 9.20, you know, so there's no, not even a chance. So I was like, wow, you're being very generous. I'm a, I'm a generous, I'm a generous person. But it's, that's so that's why true. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> like, so much money <laughs> Well, I don't, I, I don't know. I guess I'm too nice, maybe. I don't know. Well, we're learning. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all learning. <laughs> well, Wait, so what happened? Um, I guess maybe I did that, though, because this is one of the few times that I, I went out with someone I just don't like. So, like, I'm just... I think you just didn't know how to deal with... Like, you didn't... You... Like, first of all, you've never kind of dealt with somebody like this person. So, yeah, a normal person, because, no, I do stuff like that. You say things out of niceness, hoping, like, that the other person will, you know, be like, no, 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 I'll take this one. Because we do that. I, I don't know if it's, like, an American thing, but you kind of say it. Sometimes, you like, sometimes you'll, without really meaning it, you know what I mean, but just to be polite and stuff. So I think the fact that you're like, oh, what was it? Like, you could have said, oh, like, I'll pay for dinner, and then she could have been like, oh, no, no, I'll pay for them, or I'll get this, or you already paid for me last time, and stuff like that, yeah. right? That's kind of what you normal people do. And I don't think it's an American thing, because I've been out with other girls from Hong Kong, and even if I paid for the dinner or something, they would want to pay, to pay or, for, something else. for dessert, or if yeah, one of the movies, okay, pay so for the popcorn or something. They wouldn't just... It's, it's, I, I, her. I never went out on a date where it's just like, I'm doing everything. It's all And I on think me, because you've never had that, you didn't know how to deal with it so you just did what you would normally do you know what i mean <laughs> but she's not you know so it's like oh backtracking a little bit she did bring me this bag of of moon cake where she had actually still have it um i threw it away today actually oh was it rotten or something no i just threw it i don't want it oh, in my fridge i anymore. couldn't eat it yeah, I don't, well, oh, I mean, what if she poisoned it? Okay, cool. no, no, but then they oh. had the bag where it had like my name. Oh, I think like, you just didn't want to like. Yeah, it had the bag where it said like Vincent to Vince, Happy Mid Autumn Festival from X, her name, XX. And, I'm and it was like, he sent me a picture. It was like hand stitched or something. Like, it was like crafted. Yeah, she used craft materials. I was so, like, damn. I no, never. Which, which I, I, and when she gave that to me, I did not know how to react. Because I'm like, if it was someone I had been going out with for longer yeah not somewhat not a second time after like half a year especially after like you constantly rejecting her yeah to suddenly make this crafty thing it's like whoa whoa, whoa. it's like psycho level is it like yeah i like, think it's psycho level. it's first of all okay okay would you say it would be appropriate even if it was a normal second date where I, we had went out a week before 
And then... That's, we'll that's close. Okay, so my... Because actually... Okay, I'm really lazy about doing things for people. So if I ever had to craft something, it means I really like that person. It could be a friend. It could be anybody, right? Person I'm going out. Usually it's like, even with friends, it takes a while for me to be like, I'm going to craft this thing for you or draw something for you. So for someone I barely met, like I would, it wouldn't even cross my mind to A, give them anything. Yeah. Or make something, you know? And I had never made any effort to like, for her, for this person to like me that much. I, that's what I don't get. And so, so when she gave me that, I was like, thank you. But in my mind, I was like, why? Why? Like, <laughs> and so after, so the movie got canceled. So we're walking back to the train station. And when you, you know how there's like a bridge that leads, like after you leave Elements Mall, there's this really big bridge that you cross where you could see like the Hong Kong yes. Harbor. It's uh-huh. really nice for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to stop and look at it. Uh-huh. And so I guess she's looking for this romantic moment. So she's like, she stops, puts her arms against her really looking at it. And she's like, wow, it's really beautiful. And I'm trying to like, smash it as much as possible. I'm like, yeah, it's nice. Too bad there's all this shitty construction here ruining the view. <laughs> and um, and like I and so we're just talking and she's, and she's like she was saying how we should travel together because I mentioned I want to go to China this month before one last time and I'm like what the fuck no like like cause I feel like tra- I feel like even if you're dating someone seriously traveling together is a big step in the re- relationship. So it's someone you barely know, like that's that's. Dude, I feel like there's like two ways of seeing it. First of all, it's like if it's it's either your super casual friends where you're like visiting, like hey, like like because I just thought about like like um, now we get a lot of interns at work and stuff like that. Yeah. If one of them were like, hey, you want to travel? Because I knowing they're only here for a little bit and they need a buddy, you're like, yeah, sure. So I think that, but you just kind of met them, but it's not like it's just like a buddy thing, you know, but. But if you know this person likes you, yeah, it's that's like, weird. Whoa! Because I feel like the strangest thing about it all is that there was this like half year of no talking, and she, and this is your only your second date, and then she kind of treated it like the, that six months of not talking. The fact that she deleted you off Facebook, yeah. right, didn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you think about don't like if you take out the six months, it would have been a second date, like. A week from now or whatever and then you guys and clearly she honestly like doesn't really know who you are like the more you talk about it the more it's like i just think she she doesn't even like you as a person because if she really liked you she would not take all those selfies you know she would have respected the fact that you didn't even want to go out with her you know what i mean so she's just looking for the ideal person that she's painted of you whatever it is and she just wants you to be that. And the thing is, she's seriously not normal, though, because, like, because we all kind of have that ideal person, right, that we fall in love with or whatever. But if people who are more, like, socially aware, like, you could, you know, if someone doesn't like you, you're like, all right, I get it, you know. And you. That's so funny because I don't see myself as ideal for anybody. Like, I am just so weird. But so. I, the thing is, it's like, no, but I don't even think she sees you as, like, so she just sees you as, I think it's just, like, American guy. Like, literally that, you know? Because, and it's really, it sucks because it's like, yeah, because she doesn't care about your interests, you know? Like, she doesn't care about anything about you. She just cares about how will she fit in with you? How will you fit in her life? How much <laughs> dinners will you pay for her? You know what I mean? Like, 
stuff like and that. That's, and that's funny because, like, I've actually made a point to, like, any girl that I... I mean, since I moved here, I haven't really liked too many people. But... Or had crushes. But the people I've had crushes on that are from here, they tend to be girls who aren't interested in, like, America or Western stuff at all, really. So it's just... Because, I don't know, I just... I, I don't know if it's because I don't want them to, but it's just like it, t- it turns out to be like how I liked um, Ye Ye. She mm-hmm. doesn't she doesn't care about mm-hmm. America at all. She really loves China. Mm-hmm. Really. So I tend to be so may- maybe it's because I don't I wouldn't want to be someone be with someone who likes me for that. So I t- but the people I've had cru- I haven't had crushes on. It's just they just don't like they don't give a shit. They don't they don't give a shit where I'm from. Yeah, I just don't know her agenda, but I just know for a fact she does yeah. not like you for who you are. She just likes you because. You know, she thought you're cute, and then you're foreign, probably, and she probably assumed you have money, which is why she made you pay for all yeah. those meals. Yeah, inconsiderate, in my opinion. So we're walking, <laughs> we're walking, and at this point, she's like, "Oh, I have to smoke a cigarette." Uh-huh. And so, and like, I know you've been smoking lately, but I personally don't like people who smoke. Uh-huh. So I, this is no to you, uh-huh. but like, but like. Uh, it's because my mom smokes, uh-huh. so it's like, it's just a whole parental thing. So anyway, she's like, I don't have to smoke. So I, I so could you do you mind if you wait and stop for a while while I smoke? And I just want to go home. So I'm like, actually, I have asthma, so I don't like being around people who smoke, which is bullshit. Like, I can, I, mean, I smoke weed sometimes, <laughs> so I can totally handle it. But, but that's like, a good excuse, though. Yeah, and I feel like most people are like, oh, okay, I'll just save it for later. Yeah. But she's like, oh, well, sorry, and then she starts smoking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She doesn't. Like care, yeah. she doesn't care about you yeah, at all. Yeah, that's so fucked up. And yeah, yeah. And then so she smokes, and so after she finally finishes her cigarette, we start walking. So when she was smoking, were you guys talking, or you were just yeah? Little, I mean, I'm just trying to fill in the the, the, the silence. And yeah, at this point, she makes her move, and she go, she grabs my hand, and we're holding hands. And I'm like, fuck, like what? How the what the fuck do I do? And she goes, oh, you're a really nice guy. And I'm just trying to, like, what the fuck? I don't want to hold your hand. And so, like, this lady's walking opposite of us with a, walking her dog. So I pretend to get super excited. He's like, oh, a dog! <laughs> and so I let go and start making all these hand motions. I'm like, oh, do you have a dog? I, have, I want a dog. I, like, I started making this pointless conversation about how much I like dogs and talking about my old dog and stuff. And, I'm, and I, as while this is happening, like, I'm, I keep... Because she's trying to like hook my arm again, so I'm making all these. She's ha- trying to hook yeah, your yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm trying to hold. First, I'm, first I'm holding that mooncake back on my uh-huh. arm that's closest to her, so she can't grab it, and then I'm trying to like move around so she can't hold my hand. Oh my god! And finally, she gets to hit, and then I put my hands in my pocket. So we walk all the way. We finally make it to Jordan Station, and at this point, she says, "Oh, I'm gonna catch the bus um, back to where I live, wherever that is." And so she gives me this really close hug. Which is not, which is like an intimate hug. So you know where like middles are touching, uh-huh. and and she and she gives me an opportunity to kiss her goodnight. I of course do the same thing as I did last time, where I move my face to the side. Where no, it's not going to happen. We say blah blah blah, and she reaches and hugs me again, and finally it's over. And I and I make sure to put the ball in my court, so I have the power to whether I contact her again or person. Thanks for the mooncake. I'll eat it tomorrow for lunch and let you know how I like it. Which, of course, I never message her. And luckily, she has not contacted me again since this I think past she Monday. finally this got past it. Monday. Hopefully so. If she does it, she's insane. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, because I was actually really curious, like, what... 
did she contact you later? Like, what happened, you know? And it's like, I would fucking delete her off Facebook, dude. I, I, I think I will. I probably will. Yeah. Though, though I'm kind of curious to see if she will message me again. Just as like, but after, when I went home, I was, I was having such a stressed out anxiety attack. Not only that, because I had really wanted to see, I was, that, I, was, I was pissed off from that night. I was p- pissed off that I didn't even get to see Alien. So it was a night wasted. And I was like, well, if I couldn't, since I didn't even get to see Alien, I could have just not gone at all and watched Doc- the Doctor Who premiere, <laughs> which is all I had wanted to do anyways. And so I immediately started texting one of my friends saying, I had the worst night of my life. Fuck this. And so like, and then I go to McDonald's which is open and I, I get like a sausage sausage McMuffin and I pound that in to kill my an egg McMuffin is pound my eggs make me happy mm-hmm. so they still make me feel better and I go home and that night that horrible night finally comes to an end <sighs> probably it's funny because the, the two worst dates ever in my life have happened in Hong Kong what was the first one um it was was it with her no no it wasn't um, that day was partly my fault. It was, it was like, I think it was like the second OkCupid okay date oh, I right. had. Oh, right. Was it something about, I remember. Any, well, it, it was with this girl, it was with this girl who had worked in finance. And, but it was, that, that time it was my fault being shitty because I, because I had set the date to be right after work. Right. Because you, because I, I remember this because you were telling me how I shouldn't, go on dates like if I'm really stressed out from work or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So like the restaurant I had chosen was like full so it went somewhere else and I was just really sleepy. And I was, there was a point where I did like the like the, the cliche scenario where she's talking and then she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, what? Like that's <laughs> I just wasn't listening and, and that kind of had ruined everything yeah. and we never talked again. Uh-huh. But even that's kind of a funny story and that was my fault. This was the other person's fault. Completely. This was um a definitely. I mean, it's it could be really funny, but it was a uh, it was definitely very interesting because from my perspective, I've just never met like yeah a crazy girl. So yeah, it was very interesting for me. I want to know what happens. <laughs> um yeah, so that's the story of the Starbucks girl. If you want if you want to hear part one, check out episode three. Three creepy crushes. <laughs> you can hear some of. Pages stories of creepy crushes. Right. Uh, so that was probably the main event that happened to me this week. Can I talk about roller derby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we get a back? I don't, I don't think we ever talked about roller derby before. So you are in the first, you actually, you're actually one of the founders of the first roller derby league in Hong Kong. Um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say founding member because technically that wasn't my role, but I am I was like the fourth member, and now like two so out of the four original people, there's only two of us left. So I guess it does make me now. Fa- I can claim that role. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm a founding member. Um. So, anyways, uh, on Wednesday we were we got an interview with I think it's like Coconut or something. It's basically like like a timeout Hong Kong. So it's like an online blog mm-hmm. people check up for um like events and news and stuff like that. So we got interviewed with them. Uh, that was the big thing. And then this whole last two weeks, I've just been really stressed out trying to design shirts for the team, get those sorted. Basically, this coming Friday, which is the 5th, September 5th, yeah, uh, is our kind of our roller derby one-year anniversary. So we're doing a benefit show, which Vince is going to. Yeah. And all of my friends. And if they don't go... 
I You're will... gonna fucking hate them forever. You know, it's it's a really it's basically a test of you know our friendship if you don't show up. You know. Wow, really? It's that big, like. Yeah. So you like people who don't show up to this gig, you're they're, they're either not your friend anymore or they're being lowered severely. Yes. On your yes, on your exactly because it's like this is the thing, like so. Well, I just thought, wow. See, I'm going. I mean, I was always going to go, but I never thought that much pressure rode on our friendship. That if I decided, like, oh, I can't go to this. But gig. it's kind of the thing where it's like, um, okay, because the reason why we're doing a gig is because. We had hoped to be bouting and playing games and stuff uh, by this time. But due to just, you know, the fluctuation of people coming and going. And, like, I mean, we went from, like, 14 members. I think that was our highest to now 10. So we don't even have... Like, we actually basically had to put the idea of having two teams on the back burner and really just focus on our league as one, you know, to build up team spirit and all that stuff. So... But we didn't want to just be like, okay, well, we're not going to do anything until we have our first game. Because that would be, I mean, we've been around for at least a year. So it'd be like, imagine if this was my, like, my game. My, my, like, my piano recital. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys didn't show up to my piano recital, I'd be fucking pissed. It's, you like, know? it's, <laughs> like, it's like in Spider-Man when Mary Jane is on stage and she looks and there's that one empty seat in the crowd. And you know? Yeah, like, exactly. You're glaring at so it. Right now, it just seems like, oh, you guys, you're not, I'm not performing, obviously. It's like if I had, a, if I was in the band, if my friends didn't come, I'd be fucking pissed off, you know? So it's like, even though I'm not in the band or anything, but this is kind of our benefit show to support us, so... Like, if you had a piano recital, I would totally go. You would damn right better go. Yeah, I would. Like, <laughs> so. You're going to play the piano. That would be a big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, so that's happening this Friday at um, the Hangout in Saiwan Ho. So come hang what out. What bands are you playing? Is it all metal bands? It's a... Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask. Um, Whoa, so you've been planning this event? I, you don't no, even know I, the band? No, okay. <laughs> I was gig. focusing on... I was just focusing on design. I did all the designs. I designed the posters, the tickets, the shirts. So I was just really preoccupied with that. And that's actually something I kind of want to talk about, how I've been really stressed out. Like, just trying to do everything, you know? And not just with roller derby, but just, like, life. But we'll come back to that. So anyways, because of that, I just really didn't think, I didn't think about the, uh, bands. But it's, it's... But there are some, some, there are, there's some sort of musical entertainment of... Yes, there's, like, five bands, um, of, like, the metal genre, I would say. And there's some local bands, and there's, uh, uh, like, a really famous local guy. Yeah. (laughs) Come, come support us, we'll be food. There's gonna be food? Yeah. Oh, so wait, I'm not eating dinner before. No, 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 it's like snacks. You should eat dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, snacks, snacks, okay. snacks, <laughs> not food. There will be raffle prizes. Wow. So the highest is, um, which is, a, I think it's a great deal, it's, was it a $500 gift certificate to Starcross Tattoo, which is a tattoo uh, parlor. Pretty good one here. If I win, I will not use that. But you could give know. it to me. I would totally use it. <laughs> no, so that's like the highest price. And then we have like shirts giveaway and like other things, you know. Oh, yeah, it'll be great. A DVD copy of Whip It. That's a great idea. I'm gonna. Um, that's a great idea. I love how good ideas just pour into my head. Yeah, like, that's a good idea. Actually, I'm gonna suggest that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I guess mentioning like my.
my stressed out life. This, so this basically, going to the, this going to the darkness. <laughs> Let you me take you got- down that road of darkness. That's what I do best. So, um, I've basically okay. So, last month was just terrible in the sense of being a responsible adult. I was not responsible in the sense of with money. I hate money. No, I love money. I love money, but I don't have enough, so I hate it. You know, because. You know when people say money can't buy you happiness? It's true. This is my first time having a full-time job, and I'm miserable. I hate wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Money I, I, I'm making, can't I, buy you. Well, I'm currently making the most money I've ever made in my entire life, and I hate where I... I, I, just I was going to say, no, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking about what I just said. No. Okay. Money can buy... Okay, it can and can't. Okay, first of all, when I say money can't buy happiness, that's true to the most part because little things, free things usually make me happy, right? But what makes me super miserable is not having money to pay for stuff and not just like bullshit stuff, but like stuff I have to pay for, like loans and shit. So this month was kind of, I kind of go through um, like these every other month. So one month I'm like super responsible and the next month I'm like, fuck it. I deserve it. I was responsible last month. Yes. So, like, I just don't think about stuff as much. I went out a lot in August, actually. And then so by the time I had to pay for my real shit, like, I was dangerously... I was just very broke. Like, I was living off my credit card. And it's just kind of annoying because, you know, like, I'm like, you know, I'm like 26 years old and this is getting really annoying, you know? Um... But I'm over it. I mean, so this because of that, I'm like, okay, this month I'm gonna be so fucking responsible. I even, I actually, but like, I don't budget. I have a spreadsheet that I just put stuff in and don't budget. But I'm like, I'm gonna budget the shit out of my finances, you know, and whatever. But yeah, it was. But because of that, I just kind of got really sad. And so basically, in the last two months of the last two weeks, I so like in Hong Kong, you can hire a helper, which is a um like a cleaning service. And they come. It's so cheap. It's like... Pretty much a, a Filipina slave. No, <laughs> it's not. Okay, first of all, I don't have a full-time... Help. Okay. I, I mean, I have one that comes here, too. It's true. I mean, they, they get paid. They don't get paid enough. Okay, first of all, there's... Okay, so there, there are the full-time helpers. I'm not saying it as a funny thing. It's sad. No, the full-time helpers, it's like modern-day slavery. They get, like, really tiny, shitty places to sleep, you know? The people who live with their... Okay, actually, the ones okay, who... Okay, I yeah. think that, yeah, the ones who live with the families and are not treated well, it's, like, modern-day slavery. It's pretty fucked up. Well, let's... Hold on. Let's save that. Let me finish my conversation okay. first. So, but, okay, so mine is, left a free helper. <laughs> she, I mean, she, has, she lives in her own place and stuff like that. The thing is, though, they do... Even though they get paid shit, it's more than they get paid in their own country. So they actually do end up... Saving up more money, and there's so many. And she has her own place. I mean, I don't know her situation, oh. but she definitely doesn't live with the people, and um, so that's why she can take on these cleaning jobs because she's like, it's basically her. Because my, my helper has a like a part time family. She does work for every day, and then then she has like the rest of the day off. So she like goes and like does her own shit. That's cool. Yeah, and also like she sends money back home and stuff. And there are a lot of stories where helpers they because they get paid so much more money here. They just save up and they can build houses from where they're from, which is like, I mean, it's really cheap, I guess, in our in our eyes or something. But for them, it's like a big deal, like four-story houses. I mean, that's still a big deal, four-story house. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's more than I would Yeah, have. I would probably never have that. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, so I basically, so I have a helper. She comes 
once a week to clean my shit because I suck at cleaning and I would say I'm lazy, but now I feel like it's not even about laziness. I'm just like fucking tired all the time. I like, so I, I, cause I have roller derby and then it's mostly roller derby and then whatever sport I do on Fridays and then going out with people like Tuesday, Thursday, you know, so it's like, I really don't have time anymore. And it's, it, the service is, cause I mean, it takes about two hours to clean my place. So you pay like, it's like what, $12 or $15, you know, it's like not bad. And I've talked to her, she's cool, you know, like, and knowing that, you know, it's going to support her kids and her family, you're just kind of like, I mean, I don't see her as like my slave at all, you know I mean? Like I know like she's like my helper. She, this is a service that she's a professional cleaner. Like that's something I cannot do, you know? So for me, I'm just like, I guess I was commenting more when I said that line earlier about like, for, yeah, the, one, the, the, the ones who get hired to live with families and they have to like work every day, that night is, and day. It, it's pretty, and they get and like they, Sundays off only. Maybe, but sometimes they, they even try to, take, they try to take that yeah, away too. Yeah, that is really sad. Um, but anyway, so I just, I t- asked her, I was like, please, can you not come this week because I can't pay you? And she's like, yeah, it's cool, you know. Um, so yeah, and I was like, okay, I gotta clean my apartment this week. I did not. So it's in the worst state ever. After one week. Just one week. No, now it's, it's a buildup of two oh. weeks. It's like seriously disgusting. And so tonight, hopefully, I will go and kind of clean it. Because I don't want to leave it for her like this either. You know, it's really embarrassing. But that's also kind of just made me feel even more miserable when you live in your own filth. You know, you're just like, there's a cat hair everywhere. I, I, think, I think having the cat adds to it. He's just, I don't know, I think it's so hot. He's shedding. I'm like, it's literally like cat hair everywhere. And sometimes I don't even care more. I just like pull it out of his body and throw it on the floor. You know, I'm like, fuck it. It's already furry. You know, so... But hopefully all that will change. I will change because I really want to not live like this anymore. So we'll see. And so this, <laughs> and so, and so this is added to your stressness, your stress. Yeah, I mean, also because the last two weekends, I feel like because every weekend now, I find it harder to find time for myself because I get invited to all these things, you know, and then. Well, this weekend it was a friend's birthday, so I mean, I actually did for a second think about not going because I was like, I'm tired. But I was like, no, no, it's her birthday. That sucks, right? So I did that. That was kind of mandatory. The karaoke thing, I actually I did for a second think think about not going, but then I was like, no, it's karaoke. It's fun, you know. Yeah, it'll be fun and stuff. But um, but I think not having enough time for myself and not even in a like a. Not even in the sense of me having to, like, re-energize, find, you know, like, rest or whatever. It's more just, like, all the other stuff I've been putting on hold. Like, blogging, you know, watching. I barely watched Doctor Who to, like, an hour before I came here, you know? And I, because I was like, yeah, I'll find time this week, no problem. And I did not find time until the last minute because I wanted to talk about it, you know? And, um, I I had this blog post I started, like... A week ago, I barely finished it today. You know, it's just like I'm like fuck. <laughs> I just I want again, on these little things. I mean, those are what makes me happy too. Like, um, yeah, blogging, writing, uh, watching my shows. I was even gonna. I wanted to play Pokemon this week. Did not happen. You know, so it's just. And I already know this weekend, and this weekend I'm going on a junk boat. So that's next the, weekend. This coming weekend. This and then, coming weekend. And also on Friday, I'm, it's a show. So again, it'll be another Sunday of waking up at like. No, but junk trips usually end early, so maybe that's okay. 
but oh yeah, for that karaoke yesterday, I woke up so late. I woke up at two p.m. Yeah, I woke up early. Um, I actually had time to myself yesterday. I ended up wasting the entire day binge watching anime. Oh, Ordered that pizza. That sounds great. Yeah, it was wonderful. And then, but today, unexpectedly, I ended up doing it again where I ended up waking up at like 1.30 p.m. And I was like, fuck, okay, I have to go outside today because I can't do it two days in a row. And so I decided to go to the Hong Kong Film Archive, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, this, like, where they play old movies there, really old Hong Kong movies, and they have like a mini museum of old cameras, which is something, it's, it's a bit on my bucket list of places I need to visit before I leave Hong Kong, and I finally did it. Totally worth going. If you if you if you're into that kind of stuff, I saw the picture you posted. It looked cool. It, it was a giant projector. Giant, giant projector. It was really awesome. Okay, because from the picture it looked not so giant, but I believe you that it's giant. <laughs> it was. It's bigger than both of us combined. Like bigger than this room? No. Okay. Not that big. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> so uh, we are at 15 minutes right now. Should we go over Doctor Who real quick? Yes. I was going to say something else. I totally forgot. But oh, anyway. No, what were you going to say? I totally, I was like holding on to that thought when you went on your tangent, and I was like, no, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And I lost it. So, it okay, gone. It's, okay, it's gone. It's cool. Okay, so Doctor Who, you finally watched it. Um, it. My thoughts are I am so in love with Peter Capaldi. I think he's really sexy. <laughs> so first of all, this was the first episode of The New Doctor. The like, Peter I'm Capaldi. like, he's fucking hot. Wow, that's funny because I remember like... When he was first announced, I felt like you were trying to tell yourself, like, oh, he's attractive for an older Well, gentleman. I mean, they kind of... First of all, it, the first scene we see him in, like, when we, he was introduced, you know, not him as the Roman guy, but, like, when you knew he was going to be the next Doctor, like, you just see a close-up of his eyes. And, okay, the funny thing... In I the like, 50th anniversary. Yeah, and the thing is, um, I really liked how in this episode he talks about his eyebrows for a long time. I thought it was so funny. But um, but that's the thing. If you just see a close-up of his eyebrows and his eyes, he looks fucking scary. But then when you zoom out and then you kind of see him talking, they kind of trimmed his hair when he got his new outfit. You know, I, even before he got his new outfit, I was already like, yes. Um, yeah. Sexy man. And, and I <laughs> felt like, and, and you know what, this was the episode where I, I liked Clara the most. I felt like, like last season, she, she, had a, she had a good storyline of the girl who didn't I make agree. sense. Or the, or the impossible, impossible, impossible girl. girl. But she didn't have that much depth. But exactly. Like, I feel like she was just kind of thrown in there, especially after Amy, who, like, Amy and Rory, man. Like, that's the eleventh companion. Yeah, and so it was, It just, I think everyone was trying to accept her. And then she was kind of, like, at the same speed as the Doctor, which is kind of fun for a little bit. But you're like, oh, they're kind of, like, just the same personality. And actually, you really get to see those two personalities clash, like, with a new Doctor where... You know, and it was, like, a side of her we never saw. Like, when she was, like, I'm fucking pissed, you know? Like, she was really... Well, she didn't say that. But, you know, she was pissed off. And the way she was, like, telling the doctor off, and he was kind of, like, this big man-child, you know? Yeah. And, like, how he called her an egomane. It was just, like, really funny and um, good chemistry, I would say. And it was also, like, bittersweet because, like, she finally came up with her real feelings. And there was that part... And, I don't know, there was this great part where he kind of admitted how, like, the 11th doctor led her on a little bit. Where 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 the 12th doctor straight up tells her... I'm not your boyfriend. And now I'm like, I, no. She's like, she's, like, she's like, I'm not your boyfriend. Were you, were you ever even shipping them together? Who, 12th? Or the 11th. Oh, well, because first he told well, me. No, I didn't oh. ship 
I didn't really ship. I never really shipped the eleventh with because after so for a while I was shipping the eleventh. Well, the first time it was I was shipping eleventh with Amy. <laughs> you know, with Roy, I was still fucking shipping them. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad he died. And then first no. Time. And then when the whole River songs and I actually did not like River when she first came on because I was like, I believe this love feels fake and forced. But then the very end, he kind of explains why, and that's when I was like, no, the eleventh and River belong together forever. So. I never really shipped him and Clara. It's also because it just felt too perfect in a way that you're like, eh. Yeah. And you could tell she had a huge crush on him, so I was like, mm. But there's that line with the 12th Doctor. It's like, I'm not your boyfriend. Yeah. But I'm also saying it's not it's not your fault to think that. That's what he said because he he said that and he said the other thing and I didn't hear what he said. It's a Scottish accent. No, also, oh. yeah, he kind of mumped. It was a little softer compared. And then I was going to rewind it, but I was just like in the moment, so I didn't and I forgot, but... That's what he said. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I yeah. He said that. So he kind of like, he kind of, in a way, he kind of like said it was, it was a little bit my fault for yeah. like leading you on a little yeah. bit. But now I ship them. Huh? I totally ship them. Really? I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see it as that relationship now. Like it's going to be, I think it's oh, going to be. No. I don't know. I just find him attractive. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to see some of this happening. But, um, okay, so I did cry when the, well, when the left doctor called. Were you surprised to see I him? was shocked. And that actually wasn't, well, obviously got the emotion started. But I didn't cry until... I was actually crying when the 12th was like, why can't you still see me? Like, can't you see me? And that's when I started crying, actually. So I was like, that's really sad. I feel like at that moment when she does finally, like... See him. Accept him. The dynamics of the relationship immediately change, finally. Like, of what it was before, when he before he was the 11th Doctor. Yeah, yeah. And now the relationship has completely I changed. feel like... And, and it almost gave it... A, it was kind of like, let's restart this whole thing, you know? And even, like... I totally shipped them. Yeah. I shipped them. And what did you think of the rest of the episode? Like, everyone else? Like, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed I'm it. I'm still, like, are you, are you a fan that they brought back, like, Jenny yeah, and Dastra and uh, Strax. Strax. Yeah, I love them. Strax. I like them. Yeah, and I like how, like, they actually, I, I started to forget that Jenny and Vastra were a thing. Yeah, because I feel like they'd never, yeah, I liked it too because I felt like they always, it was like, they hinted at it. I think that they said it. On the fir- their first appearance, it. like in season six. Like they say, yeah, we're together, but they don't really do anything that you're, so you're like, are they? Or are they just saying, you know? Um, but they actually showed that they were like together and they had more like, And they're you know, married. Yeah, they're married yeah. and they had more of a playfulness kind of thing. So that was and cool. Were, yeah, like, I, I think they didn't do it too much last season, but it reminded me like why I like Doctor Who and it's how, it's one of the most progressive shows yeah. on TV. Well, like, where I think it was more apparent in the earlier seasons because the old showrunner, uh, D- Russell T. Davis, he's gay. Uh-huh. So you would see more of the you would you would see more of like mix of different kind of people uh-huh. and stuff. And where now that Stephen Moffat, you don't see it as much, but th- these two. Characters, I think maybe that's why they were like bringing they kind of keep them around and really developed it more. Yeah, and I like how but I like how it, and it's and the way it's presented is really good. It's not too much in your face, which is good. It's better to us not too in your face. Too face. They're just characters that happen to be married. Yeah. You know what I really liked in the episode, too? I liked that there was a Chinese dude. Which one was a Chinese dude? Like, it's funny, because you never see Chinese people on Doctor Wait, Who. What Chinese dude? There was a Chinese guy. He was one of the robots. He was the first rope when you oh, walk down and you see this guy in, like, the Chinese outfit. Yeah. And I remember being like, yeah. Because that's one of the things where you're like, obviously, they never go to Asia. Do they? Maybe they do or something, right? But Because they, if they do go to Asia, you don't see an Asian person, but... They mostly just stick around, hang out in, like, London. So you're like, 
I'm never gonna see you know my people get represented. Well, you you don't want to watch the Doctor Who movie from nineteen the nineties. His companion, one of his companions, Chinese? is Chinese, Chinese, Chinese American. Okay, well, see, I haven't seen that, but it's just like I mean, I don't want to see just one Chinese guy every like ten years. You know what I mean? It's like it's cool to like suddenly see. I remember when I saw that guy, I was like, oh my god, rad. Yeah. Finally. Asian pride. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but um. But okay, so aside from that, that was a little I like that. Um the ending, not with Claire, but with that the woman, like what was that about? Oh yeah, that's gonna lead that's a storyline. And then when season. she was saying he was her boyfriend, I was like, No, I don't wanna be with you. Like <laughs> I, you look weird. But um the, the whole the whole tone of the show feels a little bit more it doesn't feel super darker, but it does feel more mature than the Matt Smith season. Like for sure, because even the tr- okay, so even the opening scene I mean, not the opening scene, the credit, opening credits, right? Because I feel like the Matt Smith era was very, like, it was very hip because they had the space in the background. It was like Tumblr, you know? And it kind of made sense because he's like this young 27-year-old dude. But this one, they kind of took it back with the clocks and it was it felt really traditional. It almost felt like an old sci-fi movie type of situation. And even in the end, even how he's dressed, he's dressed like a magician, kind of. And then, um... And then his TARDIS, the way it was decorated, was very, like... And he had his, his, his an armchair. It, it kind of reminds me of like, the classic H.G. Wells idea yeah. of a, a time traveler. Where he has, like, where, where he has a, a, a sitting chair, and he has a, a bookshelf, he has books in the TARDIS like, now. Like, his TARDIS had all these, like, round things and clocks. And the way it was decorated, it felt really, like, old-timey, kind of. And I like that they're really like, you know what, this is a new doctor. He's not a hip dude, you know. He's an old guy. And they actually did... I like that they talked... What's her face? lady Vastra yeah she also says like what did you expect he's 2,000 years old like this is what he looks like you know like he's an old man and stuff when she was like why isn't he cute and sexy but you know what he's I think he's cute and sexy well I don't but I like him I but I don't find men cute and sexy but I do like him a lot and I'm on board with him as a doctor and I'm like I'm excited that's another thing too I felt like when I was watching all this and actually that whole speech What's her name? Vastra or Vestra? Vastra. Vastra gave to Claire was almost like a speech to me, kind of. Where because you, you, I mean, you get really attached to the doctor, right? And, and the last one was your doctor, yours. Exactly. Like, your yeah, favorite. he was my favorite. Um, I, I mean, I still love Tennant and everything and stuff like that too. But they were just basically saying, "This is a doctor. This is always a doctor. He is still the doctor. He's just a mask or whatever he's wearing." And that's when. I also felt like, you know what, I'm like, I mean, I was already on board, you know, I was really excited for him, but now I'm like, you know what, cool. And, yeah, and honestly, Matt Smith had to leave, because think about it, Doctor Who's in season eight now. Most TV shows, when they're in their eighth season, they'd be like, wow, this show needs to end, it's been on for way too long. But Doctor Who just, I mean, technically it's been on way more than eight seasons, but for the modern series, it doesn't feel like it's like, oh, it's been on for eight years. It feels like it's still brand new now. It feels like brand new. Yeah, it felt like, that's the whole thing. Actually, I really like that the opening credits were completely different because you felt like this is, actually when the opening credits went on, that's when I was like, all right, I'm ready for this new, this new phase, this new show that I'm going to watch, you know? So I'm, I'm very excited. Yes. If I can, I'm going to try to watch episode two, like, I won't. Watch tonight, but like earlier. Yeah, I will okay. definitely watch it sooner too. So we are at one hour of the podcast. Cool. I actually don't have anybody to judge this week. Um, yeah, I 
My, my J level. My Your judgment. judging list was very short lived. No, it's, it'll, it'll come back. Why don't you just pick somebody? <laughs> no, that's me. It has to be. It has to be a parent. And like, yeah, I have. Oh no, you know what? I guess I judged the Starbucks girl. That's the worst person of the week. Yeah, that is my worst. Should be my yeah. worst person of the week. Yeah, that is. Say. Yeah, that is my worst human. Yeah, and that's I. Not. Yeah, and I will not be seeing her again um, tomorrow, September first, which kicks off my final days in Hong Kong. So each day is precious now. Like, Wait, so what is so when are you leaving exactly? Um, well, I have to, I'm actually probably gonna book my flight tomorrow or this week. Wow, we're gonna have to do a countdown. Yeah, Shit. but I'm guessing I need to. My favorite band, Bishop Allen, is playing in LA on October seventh. So I will book my flight back to LA October six, so I can stay in Hong Kong as long as I can. All right. And that is when we'll you should you should stop work. You should quit work. Like, could you like stop working, like the last weeks, two weeks or something? I already said October first is my last yeah. day, so I'll I'll have like five days of freedom. Okay, but like, you're gonna be like busy, like, well, not really. No, I'm, I'm right now. I'm yeah. literally like work is so, they're not giving me anything to do at work because they know I'm gonna be gone in a month. So it's like, okay, we can't. You're not gonna be able to finish it. So I'm literally so bored right now. And so, I, I'm going to take some holidays because I do want to go to China. I, oh, I think not next, this coming weekend, but next weekend, uh-huh. I want to go to China. Okay. So we're going to have to figure out recording. And also, you're going to have to save, but you have to, have to, mandatory, come to my birthday. You don't, you're not telling me when your birthday okay, I'm going to plan it soon. The big 27. Boop, boop, boop. Yep. Three years in Hong Kong, I guess. My third birthday in Hong Kong. I was, uh, I was just thinking how fast three years went by. Like, think about if you, if the time you've been here now is the same amount as you've been in university or in high school. This chunk of era of your life. That's why I do feel like this. I'm going through a new phase too in Hong Kong. Like, exciting and scary. Yeah, yeah, exciting. And with those um, pessimistic thoughts, that's where we're gonna close. Mutually <laughs> awkward episode five. We made it through five episodes in a row. Not bad. So guys, until next week, see ya. Bye. You used to love me, and then you didn't. But I remember how the love we shared perfumed the air and lingered like a potpourri sachet. But your heart could
And the next day I was gone And that's why I blame the cat for our breakup